Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hi, friends. Thank you for joining us today on the Warriors Arise podcast. I am Jane Zahasky, your host. And today, Susie Hansen is with me. Hey, Susie. And we have our dear friend, Leslie Cooper, here to share her story. It is a story of but God. Like, I just, when I think of you and I hear everything that God has brought you through, that's how I would title your book or something, (laughs) But God. (laughs) Because the enemy had so many plans to take you out over and over and over. And he was like working overtime on you. And, but God showed up. (laughs) And you are just a shining light of God's. And it's just amazing. And so I think our friends are going to be truly blessed by hearing your story and what God is doing in your life. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. So let's just start in the beginning. Tell our friends like what Leslie was like, oh, let's say 10 years ago or so and how you got there and what was going on. What maybe was that darkness that you were living in? Okay, so 10 years ago, I was battling addiction. Mm -hmm. I had been in a meth addiction since I was 13. Wow. So around the age of 13, I had found ways to cope with what I was dealing with from home. Mm -hmm. And it was very, just a lot of dysfunction and a lot of hurt. And so at 13, I found ways to cope, and that was through relationships and drugs. Mm, So I carried that on. And by the time I was 18, I was in a full-blown meth addiction. Wow. So 10 years ago, I was still in that addiction. At this time, 10 years ago, I was battling some mental illness. I had been Mm -hmm. diagnosed with bipolar disorder, and it was almost 10 years ago. Actually, it was about 10 years ago. I had landed myself in treatment, Mm -hmm. a dual diagnosis treatment facility for the bipolar and for the drug addiction. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that was a dark season. That was a dark season. (laughs) Yeah. Did you feel alone? Did you, like, what were you, how were you getting through each day in that darkness? Oh, I just was using as much as I sure. could. You're, you're I like could numbing. Use, right. Yes. If yeah. I could just use the yeah. nothing else sure. really mattered. Yeah. So I was able to cope. It was about this time 10 years ago, I had lost nine family members in one year. Wow. And so that really set me even more into a spiral. Yeah. yeah. And that's when I landed myself in treatment. Yeah. And so it was amazing to see I came out of treatment and I was just ready to go I remember my counselor in treatment telling me that that addiction was in the parking lot doing push-ups waiting for me. And it's so true. And every time that you go back out, it is way worse. And so those words really stuck with me. But I got out and I did amazing. Like I was really defeating all the odds that had been stacked up against me with the mental illness. So I had gotten out and... I was in school. I was going to OSU. I was going to be a geriatric RN. Yeah. And I was in the top 7% at OSU. And mm-hmm. I was wow. the homeroom mom. And I was the yeah. PTA mom and the soccer mom. And I was married. And I had two kids. Yeah. And life was really, really going good. And it was seeming that I was just overcoming everything that yeah. everybody said that I would be. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then what? Because there's more to the story. (laughs) So then 
I kind of slipped up and I got a hold of some people that I had known from my past. Ah. And all it takes is that one person that got me back into the drug addiction. So one choice. One choice, one person. That's all it took. And that's why it's so important when they say you have to let everything go. You have to let everything go. So it took, it wasn't a year before I'd completely spiraled back out of control. And then my mental health was really, I was in a battle. Mm -hmm. So I began battling suicidal thoughts on a daily basis. And these thoughts just tormented me all the time. From the time I woke up to the time I went to sleep, all I thought about were these thoughts. Wow. So a friend of mine, it was 2013, mm-hmm. her mom was on a prayer team at yeah. a deliverance ministry here in Oklahoma City. And so she was my best friend from high school. And she said, Leslie, will you please go receive deliverance prayers? Yeah. And so honestly, I had intended on carrying the plans out. I went so that she would know that she had done everything that she could. Oh, wow. And so I said, yes, I'll go. And to be quite honest with you, I didn't believe in God. Yeah. I didn't believe in Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's kind of a stronghold that the enemy had set up in my mind as a child. Yeah. When I yeah. heard my father relate to God the way that he did mm-hmm. in those very traumatic, those traumatic instances. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, I remember my mom in the kitchen threatening to kill herself when I was very young, and my dad referred it to God. Wow. And he said, there she goes, pulling her God stuff to say it nicely again. Oh. And so the enemy hooked me at that point, and he set up this stronghold in my mind that I never wanted anything right. to do with God. Wow. And I carried that on through my whole life. Yep. And so when she asked me to go receive these prayers, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for her because when mm. I'm not here, I want her to know. Yeah. And so I wow. went and I received deliverance that night. Yeah. And Jesus met me right there where I was. Uh-huh. It was amazing. I yeah. was completely set free from the suicidal thoughts. Goodness. I was set, uh, completely set free. And from yeah. that moment, I had no doubt that Jesus was real. Wow. Yeah. So for people who may not know what deliverance is, yeah. kind of explain that a little bit because this could be a new term for some. Mm-hmm. Okay. So deliverance is just Jesus is our deliverer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so through prayer, through the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus, it is where they, you know, they can cast out what any darkness that you are dealing yeah. with. So Jesus is our deliverer, and he died on the cross so that we could be delivered, so that we could walk in freedom. So really, when we walked in there, we just asked Jesus to remove any spirits that may be functioning, you know, the spirit of suicide, the spirit of murder. I had actually, um, my thoughts were just out of control. I had planned three murder suicides at the time. And it's just amazing to see how God intervened on every single one of them. And so when I went that night, I mean, to go from having these thoughts all day, every day to they were just gone. It was amazing. And I knew at that point Jesus was real. Yeah. But I didn't go any further than that. Ah. I didn't know him and I didn't build that relationship with him. Yes, right. So okay. to elaborate just a little bit more, yeah, yeah. we are in a spiritual war. We've yes, kind of talked yes. about this in the past. Mm-hmm. And so basically there's the kingdom of heaven and there's hell. Mm-hmm. And and both places are fighting for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole spiritual realm. Mm-hmm. And so what Leslie's talking about mm-hmm. is how the 
Satan's kingdom, mm-hmm. the the kingdom of darkness, had taken yeah. a hold of her, yes. and it had all these strongholds on her, yeah. and it was tempting her to kill herself and murder other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is a very real issue. You may yes. wonder why you keep battling certain things in your life, mm-hmm. and that's because we are in the spiritual war. Yeah, and we need Jesus to deliver mm-hmm. us out of that, mm-hmm. and you do do that through prayer, which Leslie yes. will talk more about. Yeah, and so. That's how she was, you know, just those crazy thoughts or whatever and mm-hmm. how prayer had delivered her yeah. in that moment. Yes. However, yes. <laughs> yes. So when I and let me just specify, it is nothing to bring fear no. as long yes. as we are aware. And that is my prayer going out that this story brings awareness to the spiritual world and what we are really battling. Because once that is brought to the light, the darkness can't comprehend the light. And we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. So once we have this knowledge in us that we are battling our spiritual battle, I mean, we can battle these suicidal thoughts for a long time. But the minute that we say the spirit of suicide has to go because it's a spirit that is operating Mm -hmm. in Jesus' name, it has to go. So So do not ever let it bring fear. So as I left there, they had handed me this piece of paper that said the keys to staying free. Mm -hmm. And so I did not do that. I just kind of put it in my drawer and left it there. And within two months, I had gone back into the same lifestyle that I had been living. I had gone back into the addiction. And so I just began opening the door to the enemy. And what I mean by Mm. opening the door is I was giving him a legal right to come into my life. I was living in sin. There was a specific event that caused a lot of fear. And so I let a lot of fear into my life. Mm -hmm. And that, again, opened the door to the enemy because fear is not of God. And I was giving the enemy a legal right to come into my life. And all of a sudden, I started battling these paralyzed anxiety attacks to the point that I couldn't even go to school anymore. I would just sit out in the parking lot and these paralyzed anxiety attacks, I ended up having to drop out of school. Mm. And then the month later, another event happened. And this event instilled a lot of bitterness, a lot of anger, a lot of resentment towards somebody. Mm -hmm. And that was another time I opened the door. And it's just like I kept opening the door to the enemy. Yeah. And he took every chance he could to come into my life. Yeah. So as I began just walking in this sin, and you know, the Bible tells us that bitterness, that when we're walking in it, it will defile many. Mm -hmm. It also says, don't let the sun go down on your anger, Mm -hmm. giving no opportunity to the enemy. Yeah. And so that's exactly what I was doing is I began opening and I was living in fear and unforgiveness and anger. And before I knew it, within a matter of three months, I ended up completely mentally and physically disabled. And what I didn't, yes, what I didn't know, um, it talks in the Bible in Matthew about when a spirit is cast out of you, Mm -hmm. that it can come back searching for an empty house and bring with itself seven times worse. Yes. A spirit seven times worse. And so I just know and I can look back now and I see that is what happened. Like the yeah. enemy came back yeah. full force. And what I thought was really bad before, I was just had the bipolar and the addiction. Yeah. Now I had been diagnosed with so many other diagnoses. Yeah. And I literally ended up physically disabled, mentally just spiraled out of control within wow. a matter of three months. Wow. So, yeah. And is that the time that you were like on 16 medications and you had 
like you said, so many yes. diagnoses, like they, yes. the doctors were just labeling you yes. with all these things because they didn't know yes. what really was wrong. Yes. Wow. So I had been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder with fibromyalgia, mm -hmm. PTSD, severe anxiety disorder, wow. disassociative disorder. And so they just kept piling all of these diagnoses on me. And I will tell you, labels, my, labels, labels, yeah, labels, yeah. labels. And so we didn't talk much about my childhood, but my mom had battled severe mental illness. Mm. She had been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and schizophrenia. Mm. And so mm -hmm. I was always told that I was going to end up just like my mom. Sure. And right, so when right. these diagnoses started coming, uh -huh. I was like, it's here it is. To agree with it, right? Yes. Like, yep, been they, waiting for yes, it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Gosh. That's yes. so crazy. Yeah. And it is happening. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, other people are dealing with the same situation and they, they are ones that go to the doctor looking for an answer. And really, Jesus is all they need. Yeah. And they I mean, believe it's not that's all, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. They believe that that's the way they are. Yeah. That's just who they are. It's mental illness. There's right. nothing I can do about it. Yeah. That's a lie, isn't it? Yes. 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 Because they do have the authority and the power to change that mental illness, yeah. those labels. Because yes. it's not about mental illness. Right. It's yes. that spiritual warfare we talked about. Yes. 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 So good. And, you know, I was under the impression that here I am battling the addiction more than I ever had. And yeah. I've been going through it for 23 years. Wow. And, you know, I'd go around and I would say every day, my name is Leslie and I'm an addict. And mm -hmm. it's just all of these things that I continued to speak yes. over my life. So the power doctors, of our words. yes, the power yeah. of our words. So the doctors finally, I was seeing many, many specialists. I was on 16 different medications. Wow. I had to, I uh, could not be around my children anymore mm -hmm. because I was very dangerous. I had really lost everybody. I had lost my family mm -hmm. because they said, we just can't go through this. We went through this with your mom and she died in her, in her battle. And so they're just like, we can't sit around and watch mm -hmm. you go through this anymore. Wow. But, but God, and that's yes. what it's all about. Yes. So, but God. Yes. yes. So you were probably in the darkest of dark. I was at this time. <laughs> right. Yes. yes. Okay. So, but God, what did he do? So this is the, yes. this is this the fun part. part. Yes. Okay. This is like, so yes. what happened. I'm oh. in an intense battle one day. And when I would go into these intense battles, I would have to try to calm myself. And that was very hard. But I knew if I didn't, I was either going to end up in jail or a mental facility. Yeah. So I laid down to try to calm myself one day. And I was scared to close my eyes because usually when mm. I would close my eyes, I would see all these faces that were coming at me. Oh. So I didn't want to close my eyes this day, yeah. but I knew I had to do something. So I closed my eyes. And instead of there being dark, like there usually was, there was light. Mm. And then I saw Jesus's face. Wow. And two doves flew out from these wow. tall green grass blades. Oh. And in that very moment, he had set me free from a 23-year addiction. Wow. So it was amazing oh. to see how from that moment I could see God's hand on my life. Like yeah. within a month of him setting me free, he had somebody who I didn't even know reach out to me on Facebook and invite me to church. Yes. And within a month later, I was at this Bible study where yes. I got invited to this conference where I heard this girl share her testimony of how God had radically changed her life. 
And though our testimonies were nothing alike, they weren't anything alike, uh-huh. I grabbed a hold that God had radically transformed her life. And so I grabbed a hold of her testimony and yeah. I believed that for myself. Oh, and I was so at a conference and I looked down at my daughter and I said, that's going to be in me next year. I don't know how, but God is going to radically transform my life. Yes. And that is exactly what he did. Yes. From that moment on. I just surrendered and I just started yeah. following and he led me to an amazing women's group who taught me how to stand on the word and how to hear the voice of God. And it was just like, you could just see him setting me up. He had a plan uh, and a purpose. And if I would just stop and surrender yes. and give it all to him and follow him, he had this amazing Uh-oh. plan. That is so good. Yes. Uh. Surrender and yes, follow. Yes, yes. Surrender and follow. Yes. Surrender oh, and gosh. follow. Yes. Sounds so simple. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's not. But yeah, it's like a daily, <laughs> daily choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to choose every day. Today, I'm going to surrender mm-hmm. and I'm going to follow. Yes. And that is like one of those first thoughts yes. every day. You have yes. to, you have to do that. And it's work. You are a great example. Like you, Read the word. You mm-hmm. declare it over your life. You speak it. You speak it over others. You are sharing it with others. And that is part of that transformation and exactly. that, and that redemption. Yes. Right. Yes. Well, that so is good. the key. You yeah. cannot have the radical change mm-hmm. without the word of God. Yes. And I think that is the critical key is, is having Jesus Christ into your having Jesus Christ in your life Mm -hmm. and declaring his word over your life every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was sharing with Leslie before the podcast. I, when I first met her, she had just started coming to the Bible study. Mm -hmm. You had been what about a month out from six months at the time. At that time it Mm -hmm. was so, wow. Okay. Because she was still fighting a lot of darkness at that point. And so I feel like at that point, would you say that you were probably white knuckling it? Oh, definitely. (laughs) I I was definitely free from the addiction, but I was still battling all the other diagnoses. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because I remember you, the person you are today and the person you are when I met you, even just your appearance Mm -hmm. and and the brightness that you are i mean i could tell you were so dark and broken Mm -hmm. and hurting Mm -hmm. and desperate Mm -hmm. and so explain to our readers what that transition looked like so you went from white knuckling into six months to coming to this bible study what did your day-to-day begin to look like when things began to truly shift you out of that darkness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so from that moment when I came to this Bible study, they began speaking the word over me, and they began showing me how to speak the word over myself. So for instance, if I was battling my mind that day, they would teach me to decree and declare that I had the mind of Christ. If I was battling anxiety that day, they would teach me to pray the word, which was so key. Mm -hmm. So if I was battling anxiety that day, I would say, I thank you, Lord, that I don't have to be anxious about anything, but through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, I can submit my request to you and you will guard my heart and my mind. And I just ask you, Lord, to help me to keep my mind fixed on things that are pure and holy and lovely today. And I ask you to help me to keep my mind fixed on you because your word says you promise to keep me in perfect peace. 
And so I just began putting these scriptures together and anything that was not aligning with the word of God, I began to find the scriptures to stand on. And so that's what I did on a daily basis. And then they just began to teach me just how to hear God's voice, to allow him to guide me and for me to follow him. Mm -hmm. And so that's really when the breakthrough started happening. And I had these counselors that would meet with me every other day for a couple of years. Like they really knew me and they began coming in and they could see I was changing from the inside out. And it was the word that was doing it. Because I'll tell you, with the word... When you know what is yours and you can grab a hold of it, it it can change everything. 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 Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Amen, sister. Amen. You guys have no idea how much scripture she just spoke. There was a lot of scripture in everything that she just said. Yes. And that's because it's in her. The the word tells us to tuck the word away into our heart. Mm -hmm. And so when you're new and we don't know the Bible, so... Mm -hmm. How would you tell our listeners to go about, you know, today I'm battling with stress and anxiety. How did you know where to find that Mm -hmm. in 66 books of the Bible? Mm -hmm. Where did you know where to go? Mm -hmm. Good old Google. Yeah. So I would just find if whatever it was I was battling, if it was, you know, the physical, I would find every scripture that I could find on healing. And really all you have to do is just look up healing scriptures and Mm -hmm. save those and have them ready So I literally, in the beginning, I looked up and saved every scripture on healing, every scripture on authority, and every scripture on faith that Google would give to me. And so I had this binder that was probably three inches thick. Oh, gosh, I love that. So I just began going in there because if we know what the Word says, it's the best way to learn how to pray the Word just like I just did. And you just take that simple scripture and you just put that in the form of prayer because then you know that you are praying God's will over your life. And at the time, I didn't know what God's will was, but I knew through the word that his word never contradicts his will. And so that is what I began praying. I began praying his word and I began praying his truth. Yes, that's so good. And I'm sure there are days in the beginning where you didn't feel like going to Bible study, right? Yes. <laughs> you made yourself yes. go. Yes. And there and I... were days that you didn't want to look up a scripture and you didn't want to say the prayers, but you did. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yes. we have to fight that because that's the enemy too. He's in there just saying, oh, yes. you don't need to do that today. Oh, just stay home tonight. It's okay. Yes. Right? Yes. So, yeah. I was just going to say, and she drove a good 30 minutes to get oh, to Bible wow. study. Yes. It's not like yeah. she was a hop, skip, and a jump from yes. Bible study. She yeah. had to put several effort and energy into getting there. Yes. You know, yeah. and so yeah. it's putting in the work. We talk yes. about that. We are responsible yep. for our recovery yes. and yes. for mm-hmm. our redemption yep. and for the renewing of our minds. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have to put in our work. Yep. Yes. You do. Yes. Yeah, it's so worth it. So, but God, but God. <laughs> I just love that. What can you tell our listeners, like just face to face, if you were right in front of them, what would you say to them, to someone that is struggling, say with addiction or say with mental illness label or in need of healing? What would you like to say to them today that can possibly just change the trajectory of their life? 
So first off, you have to have Jesus. Yeah. He is the key. Mm. Yeah. I tried my whole life without him. Yeah. And it wasn't until I turned to Jesus that I was able to get free yeah. and to stay free. Yeah. So first and foremost, it has to be Jesus because he yep. is the one who is the healer and the deliverer and the yes. redeemer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So that Come is the on, first sister. thing. Yes. So the second thing is get in the word. Just even if you just start out simple, just find those couple scriptures that you can learn because the word is our sword. So when the enemy comes after us, if we have that word on the tip of our tongue and ready, mm-hmm. even if it's just starting by finding a few scriptures that you can have on the tip of your tongue, but having those scriptures available, because once you get in the word and you find out what the word says about who you are, yeah. everything changes. Yes. I thought I was told forever I would always be an addict. Mm-hmm. What I didn't know is that God says that I could be a new creation That's and right. that I am a new creation. Yeah. And so when I stopped speaking that over myself, everything changed because I began standing on what God says I am. And so the first and foremost is get in the word and find out what he says about you, what he says about what he has planned for you, and then get in the word and find out who he is. Because once you read the word on who he is, Uh you know who you are calling on. You know in certain times that if you need a judge, you can call on him. If you need a redeemer, he He's that too. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a redeemer. He's our judge. He's our savior. He's our prince of peace. And the list goes on and on and on of who he is and what he does. So when you get in that word and you find out really who he is and what he does, it changes everything because I promise you, when you call on him for those things, mm-hmm. he will not let you down. He is faithful to his word. Yes. He is faithful to who the Bible says he is. Yeah. He is alive and here the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes. And so that is just my encouragement is get in the word and find so out the good. truth because the truth not only is what sets us free, yeah. it's what keeps us free. Yes. Oh, and you so are... On zero medications. Yes. You yes. have zero mental illness labels. Yes. You went from being completely debilitated as far as being unable to work and think and, and just live a normal life to being free in Christ. Mm-hmm. And girl, you are a mighty warrior for the kingdom of yes. God. Yes. And you are out there making the devil pay for every day he stole from you. Yes. I just love that about you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Like I said, you are just shining so bright for God's kingdom here on earth. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And I love, I was going to say the same thing. So how many medications are you on? (laughs) Because God set you free. Yes. And you are walking in total freedom. And you had talked about earlier before we hit the record button, like the enemy still comes in and tries to take you out, doesn't Mm -hmm. he? Because he will do that. He's not just going to say, okay, yep, she can go and shine bright for God. I'll just let her do that. No, he's going to come after you again and again and again. And you, again, just turn to his word. Mm -hmm. And I love how God took you to a new place in the Bible and just showed you something so amazing. And so you'll just have to come back again and share that story because (laughs) it's just amazing how you are a living example of how God's word can truly, truly change a person, can break someone free of that prison that, you know, that invisible prison that we 
get mm-hmm. locked up in. And even those labels that the medical field, like fibromyalgia, yes. they tell you there's no cure for that. If you have fibromyalgia, you just have to learn to live with it. Yes. You know, things like bipolar, no cure for it. You just mm-hmm. got to learn to take your medicine. Yeah. The understand that that is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is it a is. lie from the pit of hell. And if yeah. you have fibromyalgia, you can be healed. Yes. If any mental illness diagnosis, I don't care what it is. You can be healed. Yes, absolutely. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Any last thoughts? <laughs> you gave us so much good stuff. Yes. Just keep doing what you're doing, yes. Leslie. We just yes. love that. And thank you for being a part of Warriors Arise. Thank you for being with us and sharing your heart. And we always say just sharing our stories because the enemy can bring lots of shame and guilt. We talk about that a lot, but you're like, oh no, people need to hear what I went through because it can happen for them too. Yes. So. Yes. And I guess that is the last thing that I would say on takeaway. Yeah. I've seen time and time again, the power of a testimony yeah. of grabbing a hold and believing. Revelation 19.10 tells us that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy, which yes. means Lord, do it again. Do so it whatever again. it is you're going through, it may not be mental illness. It may not be addiction. You may need a financial breakthrough. You may need a family breakthrough. Whatever it is, all you need to know is that God is still working miracles. So you grab a hold of this testimony and you say, God, if you would do it for her, I believe you will do it for me because you are no respecters of persons. So that is my, I've grabbed a hold of so many testimonies and just grabbed a hold and believed it for myself. And he just came through. He is faithful. Yeah. So we say, do it again, Lord. Do it again. Yes. 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 Oh my God. He will do it for you. He will. He will. And we pray that over you. So friends, thank you so much for joining us and be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of our episodes and share with a friend. Leslie spoke about community and being in a Bible study with other women. So that is what we want for you. We want you to find your community and do life together. So friends, as we end each podcast, let's remember it's time to rise up, warrior, and step Step into into your freedom. Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.